Hello, and welcome to the Global Luxury Real Estate Mastermind with me, your host, Michael Valdez. Today's guest is someone who I am excited to interview, someone who is close friends with dear close friends of mine, full of energy, Natalie Hamrick, the VP of Brand Growth at At Properties. Welcome to the show. Well, it's so good to be here. I'm very it's excited so, to talk to you. And it's so nice to meet you. This is amazing. I know. We've, we've got lots of mutual friends. So we sure do. We've been in the business a lot and we've crossed a lot of paths, but never met. I know. I know. It's time. It's time. It That's is sure. time. I'm hearing <laughs> a little Southern accent. Where are you from originally? I am from the very bottom part of Missouri, right by the oh, okay. uh, Arkansas state line. So, yeah. Love very it. Sweet. Love yeah, it. But yeah. a lot of global experience from those uh, from those beginnings, right? That's right. Yeah. So I would love, for the sake of the audience, for you to just share a little bit about how you got started in the industry. Yeah, I would love to. Well, it wasn't planned, but I think all the best <laughs> things in life aren't planned. It's you know? so true. So, it's so true. And, and that's that's how I kind of like to think about life. But um, I actually, you know, one of my passions, other than golf, but we'll talk about that later, uh, <laughs> is art. So as a little girl growing up, you know, in a very small town um, in Southeast Missouri, I was obsessed with art, with museums and Christie's. And so I always wanted to work at Christie's. So I have a pretty extensive marketing and communications background. And I actually saw a job opening for what I thought was Christie's marketing. Um, So I applied, got a call, was super excited, and then realized it was for Christie's International Real Estate. So I thought, perfect. You know what? I'm going to take this job. I'm going to wow them. The auction house is going to call me in two hours and say, oh, my gosh, you have to come work for us. So that was my plan. (laughs) And then about a week into the job at Christie's International Real Estate, I absolutely fell in love with real estate, especially luxury real estate, got my license and the rest is history. I love that because, you know, I spent a lot of time at Sotheby's, right? And so it's that whole thing where I spent, I also love art. I've been collecting art for decades and it was one of those things where I just loved the auction house. And yes. I lived in London for four years. And the auction house was really the extension of my office. I was there probably four days a week. Amazing. And I loved it. Yes, the people you meet. And I love to understand kind of the psychology of the types of art you collect. And yes. it's fascinating to me. It's fascinating. It's you know, and it, it's that synergy with luxury real estate that I think a lot of agents don't really make that connection. And it would be really beneficial if they did. You know, one of the greatest secrets that I think is that the auction houses are the best museums on earth and people forget them. Yes. They just forget them. The collection changes every week, right? Because there's a sale going on. Yep. It's the best free museum that exists. You're so right. And then, you know, it's, it's not crowded and you can take your time. You're it's, that's so true. Now everybody's going to flock to the auction. I know. I just ruined it for everyone. (laughs) You totally ruined it for everyone. (laughs) So now tell me a little bit about at properties and your new role that was built for you. It was, I'm very excited. So when I started at Christie's a decade ago, I actually moved to Chicago for the job. And so you know, you cannot live in Chicago and not know about app properties. There's just, you know, from their community, you know, commitment to community, their love murals, which I'll have to show you the recent one we did um, on the side of our building. It's insane. You'll have to, you'll have to show it um, to everyone. It's it's amazing. But the murals, the marketing, um, you know, one 
love is kind of our ethos here. So we have love magnets on the back of everyone's cars. Um, so you, you know, if you live in Chicago, you know, at properties and I've always admired Mike and Thad. I met them just, you know, from being in real estate. Um, and so I've always admired the company. And then a mutual friend actually introduced me to our mutual friend, Chris yes. Lem. And it was so funny because she didn't really tell me who, who he was, which I knew who he was. And she said, hey, I have this friend, you know, he just moved to Chicago. He doesn't know anybody. Can you just do me a solid and meet him for breakfast? And I thought, oh, God, this is like the last thing I want to do. Meeting somebody who can't make friends for breakfast. But then, <laughs> then he walks and four hours later, you know, he shared the strategy behind gro- the growth plan, um, you know, and to be able to get on the ground floor of something that I truly believe is going to make a huge impact on, you know, tech and real estate on, on all of these value propositions for our partners is a dream come true. And to also be able to take everything I learned from Christie's, you know, and deploy it at scale with a brand that personally really resonates with me is, is so exciting. And, you know, it's exciting to see what's going to come from this brand and continue to come with talent like you and Chris, who I know really well, who had a great visionary and, you know, and, and Chris was the founder of Climb Real Estate before, and he built a wonderful brand from that. So a lot of exciting things that you guys are doing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really lucky because Chris is, as you said, such a visionary and you get Mike, Thad and Chris in a room and I'm just eating popcorn, just listening, <laughs> you know, taking it all in. So I, I am very lucky to be here and very grateful for sure. Well, they're probably lucky to have you as well. Well, I hope so. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> So now I want to go back to Christie's for a while because, you know, Christie's is is associated, obviously, with being a luxury brand. And I think that's probably, if you like agree with it, it's probably one of the most overused terms in our industry. When somebody sort of says, what's luxury? And it's it's one of these things that are so difficult to really pinpoint, right? And it almost is, everyone has a different interpretation. So I'm wondering what yours is. You spent 10 years there. So yeah. when somebody says luxury to you, what does that mean to Natalie? Well, I love this question too, but not as much as the last question, but we'll get to that, <laughs> I'm sure. But, um, you know, at Christie's, we were really focused on this mantra, which I also think this is becoming very overused. I still agree with it, but I'm sure you've heard, you know, luxury is not a price point, it's a level of service, mm. right? We've all heard that it's becoming, you know, very, very overused. And I and I agree with it, but I really think, you know, to dig a little, that's a very surface level answer. Sure. So to dig a little bit deeper, you know, it, it's really an innate understanding of your client and their needs, you know, and, and that's a tailored, that's a tailored uh, relationship to me. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think a great example is an agent we have here in Chicago, actually Thad's wife, Emily Sachs Wong. We had um, an opportunity summit for all of our, our network about a month and a half ago. And, and um, she was on a panel and she, my Southern accent is going to butcher this, but <laughs> she, uh, she always talks about lanyettes. Um, and that is the definition is, is something that is given as a bonus. So an extra gift, if you will, you know, surprising and delighting the consumer. And I just love that because I don't think also that we should ever underestimate the value of convenience or those little extra things you know, for our luxury clients, it's convenience, um, it's time, and it's at a certain level, you know, that's what matters most to them. So, you know, really asking yourself, how can you be efficient and thoughtful um, and making their lives easier? What matters most to them? And I think a lot of agents don't really take that next step to really understand that. And it might have nothing to do with the transaction, but to be able to be useful and helpful and really, you know, 
make something more efficient for them in their eyes. Uh, I was talking to an agent last week and, and they were talking about this, you know, a deal that was happening and it was this crazy difference in, in price and it was timing. And, and, you know, they said luxury clients will overpay for convenience. They will pay for convenience because they yes. can. Yes. And it's so true. It's yes. so true. Yeah. You so. know, and you just nailed it because I always used to say that luxury to me was all about time. It right? is. It's yes. a lifestyle that someone lives. And part of that lifestyle is the luxury of getting time back. That's one of the only things that are finite. I completely agree with that. You I can't love get that. that back, right? You cannot and get that back. If you're giving someone the gift of their time back, that's the greatest luxury. Yes. And they will never forget that. Never. 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 But you said it so eloquently. That was perfect. Oh, thank you. That's why you're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> So now that you are a marketing expert and we have it already sort of like really done here, what would you say would be the top piece of advice you would give an agent that wants to market themselves? Because every agent thinks of themselves as a brand, right? So what would be the top thing you would say to an agent who wants to market themselves? Yeah, I love this question too. I I have enjoyed this. Because, you know, you're just really, you really have to be thoughtful about, because there's so many you know, things that you could tell them. But I think for me, the main thing I love to tell agents is it's all about focus. You know, you don't want to be everything to all people. You can't be everything to all people. So, so you know, you need a unique value proposition. And I would always ask that. And, and I'm still astounded by these agents who don't have that, who really don't take the time to really think about their unique value proposition. So, you know, find out what you're really good at and stay laser focused. So another thing that I love is, is researching brands outside of real estate that really, you know, that really resonate with you and align yourself with that. Um, but for me, you know, the bottom line is extreme focus. If you're the best, let's say if you're the best agent in one bedroom condos with a balcony, then make that known that you are the best. And, you know, that will really reap benefits. Um, another thing is education for me is, is really key. I always, you know, tell agents to be students of the world and not just in all things real estate, because I feel like, you know, agents get so laser focused on just the world of real estate. And that's a real disservice to especially luxury clients because they've got their hands in so many things, you know, um, understand that lifestyle that drive your, drives your clients. Um, and you don't have to be inauthentic. That's not what I'm saying either. So, you know, if they love art and you don't, at least know enough to say, to go into their home. And we would talk about this at Chrissy's all the time because they would say, you know, this is really overwhelming. I'm not an art expert. You absolutely don't have to be an expert, but you at least have to know enough to engage them and start a meaningful conversation where you're actually interested and curious. And that's really important. So, you know, you go into a home and, and, you know, there's, I was with an agent and she was like, I don't even know what kind of art this is. And I said, that's where you start then. You know, you need to be able to say, oh, wow, I see that you're collecting you know, you love modern art. Tell me why you love modern art so much. Why does that resonate with you? And they would love to talk about that because it's their passion. And that's where truly lasting relationships form. You know, you said so many golden nuggets there. It's all about <laughs> relationships, right? I remember when I was living in London and uh, was working at, uh, at Sotheby's, we used to do a lot of events at the auction house. And they used to take all of the sponsors from the realty side over to a private auction before they opened it up to the main party. And so it is overwhelming. There's hundreds of paintings around. Right. I focused on two. Oh, I love it. Right. I focused on two that were the center of the auction and I knew everything about that. Yes. And I ignored the rest of it. 
Yes, so, because you can't do it all. You can't be all, no right. all for everything. Yeah, I love that. That's a really, you know, and I think that translates into anything, arts, um, you know, all of the lifestyle, because I, I do think, you know, agents sometimes get caught in this cycle of, you know, I have to play this part. And it's like, no way. You don't yeah. absolutely never have to be who you aren't, but you at least have to have knowledge of the things that drive the lifestyle of your clients. The other thing that I love that you said was really looking at other industries, right? Yes. I just, um, I interviewed Eddie Shapiro a couple of months ago, who's the founder of Nest Seekers. And he sort of said that that's exactly what he did. He yeah. studied fashion, he studied art, he studied, you know, um, automobiles, because we all have the same client. Right. And so the way that we speak to the client is interesting to see the perspective from the other people that are actually taking their time. So well said. Yes. And you can get those, you know, that's an easy kind of lifestyle 101 is, is to really understand how, just like you said, how they're speaking to their clients, how they're conveying their marketing to them, because that is where that synergy lies. For the sure. nuance is a message. I love that. I love that. Yes, exactly. It's yours. <laughs> <I'm> trademark. <laughs> 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 All right, now let's continue that conversation. So now we have the person who wants to be true to who they are in the way that you're building relationships to market yourself. But now let's say, because of your global experience, someone wants to do that outside of where their market might be. And so there's a lot of obviously cultural differences. There's a lot of different ways to speak to a consumer. You would speak to a consumer in Asia very differently than you would to a consumer in Europe. So how do they go about doing that homework? Yeah. I mean, for me, this all goes back to the power of a network um, because you have those resources at your fingertips, you know, coming from Christie's, we were a worldwide network and, you know, I've been so proud already at App properties, just the power of ours. And really what's most exciting for me is just you know, seeing how many deals are coming from our app properties network already. We connected a Detroit Lions player with someone else in our network and felt really confident, you know, that that the transaction was going to go professionally and smoothly and everyone was happy. Um, you know, so that's really important is the network. But, you know, we're part of Leading RE. And so I think agents really need to understand how that network helps them globally. And they have to make sure that they're aligned with the brokerage that offers that service. And the most success I saw from Christie's agents, you know, dealing with your feeder market, your, your international clients is they utilize the power of the network, meaning, you know, they find out someone, if, if a client is, is moving to Hong Kong, they call the brokerage there. They ask them the questions just that you address, you know, walk me through this. Yeah. That is a big mess for, or a big mess miss for this is, you know, how can you be helpful? So I saw a ton of agents calling their feeder markers, their internet, where their, you know, clients were going internationally and saying, how can I help you? You know, how can we co-market? How can we, you know, help each other? I'll, I'll do this for you and you do this for me. A, a very kind of, you know, the, the power of that relationship is really underutilized. And when you are able to speak to what your network does and say, I know this person, you know, attending those conferences, really getting that education, that's really key. And, and I have seen such success just by doing that, fostering those relationships. And I love that because, and if somebody isn't a part of a large brand that has that, it's still about relationships. It's yeah. still about finding an association that might have a contact there or just picking up the phone and finding right. out who that 
person is on the other side. A little yeah. bit of homework really sort of deals with that. But it's either the relationship with the client or the relationship with a colleague. It it's is. A relationship. It is. Yeah. And, and it, it fascinates me because I, I feel, and that always tells us to us, and, and I love this about him, is he'll always tell us, you know, I think a lot of agents don't feel like sometimes they can just pick up the phone and randomly call another agent and ask for advice. And, you know, he always says, you know, people are inherently good. You know, people always want to be inherently helpful too. And and that's a wonderful thing to always keep the top of mind. You know, most people want, most agents want to help other agents and, and really, you know, share their knowledge. So to utilize that is the best thing to do for sure. Listen, it's always about helping the industry. It is. It is. I I usually take anyone's phone call and really sort of like, if there's something, that's how this whole thing started. This whole podcast started. It's oh, really? getting information out. I started this podcast at the beginning of the pandemic um, in January of 2020. And it was really the fact that I was mentoring a lot of folks in the industry and really wanted a better way to get the message out. Right. And now it's it's been amazing. This has been something where we've had wonderful people like yourselves on the show. And, you know, we're now distributed in 90 countries. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, nine. Wow. Congratulations. It's, That's amazing. Well, thank you. But it's really because of the information that we're doing. And right. it's really done from the heart. You know, you started by yeah. sort of like saying that, you know, where you are now, it's all about love. And I love that. Yes. Yes. You know, and that's funny because you know, when you're trying to grow the brand and, and, you know, there's love everywhere, there's love on the back of our cars. We, I've got a love, I don't know if you can see this, a love earring awesome. and today, you know, ad properties gives necklaces that say love. And, and it's really interesting because before I started here, I was, I was a little bit of a skeptic, you know, oh, what is this love everywhere? And how, how can you actually evoke love just by, you know, saying that that's your, your mantra. And, you walk into this building and it kind of just surrounds you. You know, everyone that is our, we lead with love with everything we do. And it it is really true from the agents to the staff, to the way we treat our clients. Last night we took, Chris and I took clients to dinner and and, um, we walked in and said, oh, we're at the dinner for app properties. The server said, oh my gosh, my agent, you know, my partner and I just just bought a condo. My agent was an app properties agent. They were so wonderful. And it's just like, gosh, that is why you do this. You know, that is why you do it. That's awesome. Yeah. And when you really start working from that space of love, right? And it's always that thing that when you start, you, what you said earlier about really people just want to help other people. They do. Right? Yeah. And it's that whole idea that when you start thinking about competition really doesn't exist outside, it's internal. So true. When you yeah. start thinking about competing against yourself and just making yourself better, right? that's the only right. competition you have to ever think about. So true. It's so true. So tell me, dear Natalie, what is the greatest lesson you've ever learned in your career thus far? Well, you know, it's funny because I, I, uh, my mom and dad were basically just eternal optimists. And I, I feel like that's kind of how I live my life now. So I would always hear no is not the same as never. And I love that so much. And I've, I've never forgotten that because as I said, I'm really optimistic person. I think for me, hope is everything and I never want to lose hope, you know, whether that be personally or professionally. Um, so, you know, that's kind of really something that resonates with me because, you know, if something doesn't work out right now, that does not mean that that's never meant to come into your life. That means that that's not meant to be in your life right now, but that doesn't mean that you'll never get that opportunity, whether that be a job, 
you know, a listing, a sale. And I think that that hope is, is also a fiber that I think should be weaved through everything that we do. And, and just remembering that no is not the same as never really keeps me going personally and professionally. I love that. I love yeah. that. I always say no is a maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> that too. I love that. So three pieces of advice that you would give an agent entering the business today. And now, you know, it's funny because I used to ask this question a lot, but it actually, for me, it's almost like somebody entering the industry today without having the knowledge of a down market and sort of like just coming in and thinking this is reality. It's almost like a disservice, right? Right. So what are three pieces of advice you would give someone? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing I would tell them to your point, you know, this is what's happening right now is is insane. So, yeah. you know, you have to be cognizant of that. And I think one of those things, one of the, the ways you can do that is to be a student of the world, kind of going back to, you know, read about everything, have knowledge about every, you know, current, uh, you know, politics, you know, current news, what's happening in all parts of the world, crypto, things that, that, you know, aren't directly related to real, to real estate, but actually are. And I yeah. think, you know, the more you understand, the better you are able to have a conversation with, you know, potential clients. So, you know, that was one of the, the best things that, that I ever heard. Um, you know, someone said in the real estate world, you know, I want you to go on this listing with me because you're a good conversationalist. And I think that's such a, a good compliment because I think that means that you are, you know, you're curious about the other person, you want to know about them, you know, enough, you know, you've done your research, as you said, you know, enough about them to actually ask the right questions out of curiosity and, and, you know, being very genuine. So I would say be a student of the world is the first one. Um, And finding a mentor, I, I, that's one of the things I wish I would have really done a lot earlier. As you were saying, everyone is, oh, for the most part, everyone is lovely and helpful. And, and, you know, there are some great agents out there and, and broker owners who just have so much knowledge to give and would freely give that. And so, you know, find someone, find a mentor. Um, you know, I, as I said, eating popcorn with Mike and Thad, every time I'm in a meeting with, with, you know, them, I learned something new and I love the way that they interact with each other. And they, you know, just understand the different nuances of their portion of real estate, you know, that's more of the marketing, you know, side and, and um, Mike's more operations. And, and it's just fascinating to me. And so I, I think finding a mentor early on is really key. And then, you know, this last one, we've kind of touched on it, but, but um, you know, everything is relationships. It is so true. And, and, you know, that's something that that tells all us every day, every, it's all about relationships. And, you know, and that is woven through everything that we do here at App Properties. And, and I think if you remember that, that's really key as well. I think those are three great answers. But, you know, also when you sort of said to be a great conversationalist, the other side of that is being a great listener. And I think that's a great gift you have because it is that you have to be able to resonate again with relationships with someone. And that comes by listening for their needs. That's, you know, that's really true. And And I think, you know, agents, a lot of times when they're trying to get a listing or they're trying to get a new client, you know, they go in and they, they have all of these points that they want to make about past sales. And, and, you know, sometimes it is to your point, Michael, just listening and just having that conversation and letting that flow without, you know, waiting to get to the next point about why they should list with you or, or, you know, so. Yeah. Because you know what, that's true because the whole thing about information, we live in a society now where so much information is readily available, freely available. (laughs) 
<laughs> and when you're sitting with that client, that client probably has more information than you do. Exactly. Yes. And it's, it's amazing to me how many times people are trying to prove something. Right. And that comes with inexperience and things like that, because all they want is to, for someone who's going to be an advisor. Right. Right. A trusted advisor. Exactly. They don't need to have the facts that they can find online themselves. Exactly. Right. And, and, you know, that's, yeah. And that's something that, that I, you know, that, that could be maybe the fourth piece of advice I would give is, you know, don't, don't go in so rigid on how, you know, how you're going to converse even with the client, you know, let that flow and and be authentic. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it in a nutshell. Yeah. So I have one final question, for you, Natalie, your favorite. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so in your book of life, what is this chapter called? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for asking me this because I have never really kind of looked back, you know, and forward thinking like, wow, our lives really are in chapters. And so yes. I want to thank you for that because it's really made me sit back and kind of think about a, what the name of my actual book would be called, but also my my chapter. So I'm going to leave you with a little bit of a cliffhanger, Michael, because okay. uh, this chapter in my life is called The Remix. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All because right. <laughs> we've got a really huge announcement. If all things go well, we have a really, really huge announcement here at, at App Properties um, that will be coming soon. And I think once you hear the announcement, you'll understand the title of this chapter and why it's so exciting for me. So we'll, we'll chat that. soon, but I'm going to okay. leave it with a little cliffhanger of the remix. It sounds will. like it might be a part two in this. I think, I think, yeah, maybe a sequel. <laughs> so, so let, let's, that's on your professional life. Is your, does the private life have the same chapter title? It does not. So I am, um, that, this is called, my personal chapter right now would be called The Juggler. So okay. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, yeah. I have a um a, an almost six-year-old daughter, Beatrice. We call her B, and she started kindergarten. And you know, it's really interesting because she is she has her own things going on. You know, she wants to do all these after school activities, and I love sure. you know what I'm doing. My husband loves his career, yeah. and so I feel like we all constantly get home and we're just all juggling all kinds of things. But you know, for me, it's it's so also rewarding to see her see me love what I do. And, 100%. you know, cause I, bringing that love home from just being at a, a place all day, that's super fostering and, and loving and, you know, it's wonderful, but yeah, I am, I'm quite the juggler right now. <laughs> I love this. Natalie, thank you. So very, it's, it's been so much fun. I, know I feel like I've known you forever. Again. This is crazy. Yes. This is so wonderful. Thank you for really the amazing advice you've given to everyone for this conversation. And thank you for your time and what you do in our industry. You are an amazing person. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was so good to talk to you. Now I'm going to get Chris. We've got to get you connected with Chris too, because he's awesome. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think he's going to yes. do the show really soon. So that'll yeah, be a lot of fun. Yes. And thank you all of you Thanks. for listening. This has been the Global Luxury Real Estate Mastermind with me, your host, Michael Valdez. Mm-hmm.